This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is Matthew Cruz with the Comstock Report. The January crop report is now in the record books after setting into motion a bullish reversal out of the early morning weakness for the grains. Traders will continue to sift through the new numbers in the days ahead, using changes in the supply and demand estimates to tweak price outlooks and adjust related market positioning. As for what contributed most to the immediate reaction today, here is a recap of the notable revisions. Most people are likely to have given their first glance at the U.S. corn and soybean yield estimates from last year. It was seemingly very bearish that the USDA upped corn yield by one bushel per acre to 173.3 bushels per acre versus expectations of just a fractional increase. However, the yield gain was in part a result of the harvested area estimate being cut by a whopping 1.6 million acres. Frustratingly, reduced harvested acreage estimates are something that were already long called for by the trade, and there would have thought to be plenty of data available to the government analysts to support a closer adjustment before now. Harvested acreage went lower for soybeans, and so did the yield estimate, with area down over 300,000 acres and yield lowered by 0.7 bushels per acre to 49.5 bushels per acre. The state-by-state breakdown shows the biggest loss of harvested corn acreage for Kansas, followed in order by Nebraska, South Dakota, and Texas. Notable corn yield changes include Iowa down 2 bushels from the previous estimate to 200 bushels per acre, and Illinois down 1 to 214 bushels per acre. For soybeans, Kansas, Oklahoma, and Texas lost considerable acreage. The Texas soybean yield was lowered by 11 to just 20 bushels per acre. The Iowa bean yield was called lower by 0.5 to 58.5 bushels per acre, while Illinois came in down 1 to 63 bushels per acre. Production estimates are the first component of the separate grain stocks report that measured existing inventories as of December 1st. Since production estimates were lower than anticipated, so were the grain stocks, coming in at about 350 million bushels lower than the average trade guess for corn and more than 100 million bushels lower for soybeans. Corn stocks totaled 7% less than a year ago, and soybean stocks were lower by 4%. New production and beginning stocks estimate were plugged in at the top ends of balance sheets that make up the world agricultural supply and demand estimates. Most notable on the WASDA report are the latest revisions to the U.S. ending stocks. While the rough trade consensus had corn carryout moving up by about 50 million bushels over last month, They lowered supply figures led to an actual cut of about 15 million bushels. Lowered corn production went along with lowered usage estimates, including a hefty 150 million bushels pairing of the corn export forecast, putting it down just short of 10% for the marketing year. Soybean exports were also taken lower to what would represent an 8% drop for the year, defying a current sales pace that is still running ahead of a year ago. The WASA report also included production and trade revisions for customers and competitors of the U.S., including China, South America, Russia, and Ukraine. Part of the pessimism over U.S. export potential was likely linked to the USDA's lowering of China's bean import estimate from 98 to 96 million metric tons. Brazil will have more soybeans to offer this year after the crop was taken up from 152 to 153 million metric tons. Cuts to Argentina's crops were significant, 
but they still did not meet the more aggressive estimates held by most others. The government's number crunchers were seemingly optimistic over prospects for a continued grain export agreement in the Black Sea, considering they left Ukraine's corn production estimate unchanged but upped the trade forecast by 3 million metric tons. Surprisingly, estimates for Russian wheat production and exports were unchanged over last month. Now attention shifts to the more concrete data on commodity exports and domestic usage that will help confirm or deny expectations about what will be left for ending stocks and how that will influence prices. Monitoring the demand for U.S. grains will require the most focus on weather conditions in South America, developments regarding the war in Ukraine, and the related purchase decisions made by China in the months of spring. You are listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.